Hey guys, welcome back. It's the F1 101 podcast. We are Brandon and Olivia. And can I just say, I love this sport. What a great race. It was just what I needed after all the silly season drama, drama bomb that was dropped like right at the beginning to come back and start off with just like a great world-class drive. I'm, I'm just happy to be back. All right, so... The signature feature of this race, right, going into it, is that, putting the silly season stuff aside, that a lot of drivers are taking new engines and new engine parts, so a lot of people starting at the back, right? Uh, Who do those drivers include? Max, Charles, Ocon, uh, Norris, Norris, and Schumacher. And Schumacher, okay. Max looks absolutely imperious in qualifying. Um, and gets to start 14th, Charles in 15th. So the question becomes, right, how far do they make it forward and and in what time? It also becomes, is this a great opportunity for Mercedes to take a win, for Sainz to take a win, for Checo potentially, who was in a great position to just, in a faster car, to snag um, just the lead race off of, off of the jump. Sure. Uh, so it's also a good opportunity for Alonzo and well, some of the other players, midfield players, who we don't really see. Right. So Sainz starts on pole, Checo second, Alonzo three. Great start for him, followed, I think, by the two Mercedes. Correct. Okay. So, Olivia, we're expecting Max and Charles to come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the win seems like a reach. Max says he's targeting a podium. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to be a little bit modest in this interviews. <laughs> you can't just lay, you know, lay it all out to, there. It's not easy to come, come that far forward. Okay, so going into it, you think, where did you think Max was going to finish? And Charles? I thought it was going to be a Carlos win, and I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. a 2-3 Red Bull. Okay. That's what okay. I was thinking. And, and I was thinking that because... Perez has, he can't do worse than that. To do worse than third, starting from second, would be really rough. Knowing the quality of the car, knowing its potential, knowing just what it can unlock and the speed that it has, I, anything less than a podium for, I think, either Red Bull today would have been a disgrace. Right. So if you're Checo, you're starting in second in the same car as your teammate who's in 14th. Yeah. More more on that soon. Weirdly, I would say more pressure for Checo than for Max, even though he has, like, more work mm-hmm. to do. Because if he made up, you know, if he came into fourth place and made up 10 positions, everyone would still be like, you know, what a job. But um, Checo had a lot more to lose, and it looked like right off the start he was going to lose it all. Poor start, chaotic first lap yeah. all around. Um Hamilton ends up cutting in on Alonzo into Lacombe, I believe, and pops himself up for a little wheelie, and he ends up out, which, bummer for him, though it was, I think, his mistake. Looking at it from a bunch of different angles, especially from above, you really do see that he was coming in pretty fast. While we're on the subject of the first lap, uh, Latifi, I think, uh, swerved and hit a patch of gravel and came back across, and took out birthday boy Valtteri Botas, you know, 
only but a few turns into the race. So that's sad. I mean, maybe this is a, a good good for Valtteri. He gets, you know, full day's pay and he gets to <laughs> he doesn't have to put in more than one lap of work. Uh, he's off riding into the sunset. Yeah, he gets with to just watch the race on TV on uh, company time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's so, eating cake and drinking Heineken's and having a having a So back time. to the main story here. If you're Max, you are hoping to end up in contention, you know, racing with the front of the pack in whatever, in the last portion of the race. Yeah. The last stint or yeah. whatever, let's say. You want to be, be make, in the game with the You front make up runners. as many positions as you can on the soft tires, which he was starting on. You just go out the gate, you know. Like a right. bad out and you of hell. hope you have a shot at it. And you hope that certain strategies and pit stops and things will kind of go in your favor and you ultimately get to where you want to go. Fast forward. Oh, hello, fast forward. Max is in... First position. Wait, no. He's leading in... the race after having well, he's in. Well, he's in second or third by lap 10. And Olivia and I were asking, how long is it? We, pa- in... we pressed pause. We paused. And we are like, okay. DVR, baby. <laughs> how many laps until... He's in first. He's in first. No, he was in third place. Okay. He was in third place behind Checo after eight or nine laps. Right. I took the over. I thought he'd need another ten laps to get first. Olivia's like, no, he's only going to need four. Four. He needed two. He needed two. (laughs) Max was in first by lap 12. It did help. Two is a gentleman's four. So I'm very close. It did help that, you know, signs did end up pitting from the lead first. But still, you know, it, that's all he needed to be right there. The car was a rocket, especially on the straights, but he just made no errors. And then also coming off of the last race before the summer break, Hungary, where Max started from 10th, mm-hmm. a track that's not easy to pass on. No one crashed out. You know, no one screwed themselves with a big air. There were no, you know, safety cars didn't come in to mix it up. It was totally like a clean race on merit and still ended up passing all those cars to finish first in Hungary uh, and then to end up doing a win of of the same quality, I think, today uh, is incredibly, incredibly impressive. And to end up finishing... Obviously, if you're listening to this, you, we're assuming you know that Max won. Um, but to finish with... And it, it's a solid race from Checo, like great points for the team and all. But to have Max finish that far in front of his teammate who started on second, yeah, it just proves... Close to 18 seconds ahead. It's not, you know, it's not all about the car. Like, Yeah. And also to that point, you know, there was so much so much tension after the 2021 season you know you picked a side you were Verstappen or you were Hamilton you were this you were that like you can make the case for you know Abu Dhabi last year of like what was it was Verstappen's win earned yeah but let's not go let's not go well, no but I that. think coming into this I we can I think you can let go of a lot of that if you really do get a chance to see Verstappen do what he's doing. There's no one's. Oh, I see. No one's. Right. Ha- yeah, you you definitely see that he's a champion worthy driver. He's got this one wrapped up. Um, and just to, I I think that if you are a racing fan, no matter where you fall as far as like who you support, if you see someone pulling off this kind of like mega level drives, like back to back to back, you can. I think anyone would say, all right, I I can let that put that in that sword. And I can say, 
this is this is someone of a of a caliber that deserves to win. Oh, totally. And without re legislating last year, you know, his Max the title Max will be winning this year is incredibly earned. And it's not just that he's belongs on that threshold of uh a championship winner, but I think he's in he's already in rare company and on a rare yeah. trajectory. Obviously, you know, he doesn't he needs to, you know, rack up a few more titles to be next to the names that he wants to be next to but I think on on skill and talent and just what you're seeing with your eyes he's already on that very short list with with the legends basically for sure I'm you know everyone should be a Max Verstappen fan today even if you know you go you go back to your to your main yeah. your your main your uh your wife he you can you know <laughs> It's it's a, it's the weekend. You can you be with your your goma. You can cheat on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Is that our deal? No. Um, okay. What else do you want to uh, What else do you want to hit here? Um. I have a list of drivers naughty and nice. Yeah, <laughs> there you know in like every race there's winners and then there's a losers. There we have a bunch of we have a little crew of people who didn't do so hot this week. Um, I the top of the list is not a driver. It's really just Ferrari strategy, which again, find new and creative ways to just like ream Carl ream Charles like a new. It's it's terrible. I yeah. And not even what's so ridiculous is not even through the race, but even after the race ends. There's still penalties. There's still things that come up against right. him. Right. So Leclerc is in fifth. Alonso is in sixth. Leclerc has no chance of uh, catching the drivers in front of him, which were George and then Carlos. But he had a very safe buffer, basically a free a free pit. It so wasn't that safe. It was still. Gonna it was be not super safe, tight. but it, right. It was was a pit distance. So they decide we're going to pit him for soft. There's what three laps left. And he'll get the fastest lap. So they pit him. It's not a terrible stop, but not a great one. He comes out just in front of Fernando. Uh, but Fernando has all the speed, so he's able to pass him. Leclerc does pass him back. He is not able to get the fastest lap. Of course, when he's coming, when you see him coming out of pit lane right next to Fernando, we're like, did they just literally pit him out of a race position, out of a finishing position? Which, it's which, like that. which would be pure pure Ferrari. Yeah. Like the fifth, you owned fifth, and then now you're going to finish sixth. So he does get back into fifth, doesn't get the fastest lap, but then you hear an announcement later on that he, you know, is feeling the pressure and he sped in the pit lane, so five-second penalty, and which advances Alonso in front of him. So in effect, I mean, his fault for speeding, but... They put him in a position where they did kind of pit him out of a... I would make the argument that it was still Ferrari's fault for making Charles speed. Because throughout the entire race, there was zero confidence that he could have in his team's um, decision-making. Yeah. The the whole question, dot, 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 like they were asking him, like, basically, how should we do this? And Charles was, you know... And, you know, admittedly and understandably very confused, even through qualifying, they were putting wrong tires on him. They were, um, they were asking, they were doing plan G for, for whatever reason. There's all of these little moments <laughs> yeah. where if you feel like you are not being, have the, the team has your back and knows exactly what they're doing and saying it definitively and clearly, and you are just being able to do your job while they, you get an order and you follow and then of course you're going to see like is this a good strategy is this a good idea to pit 
you're not you're going to be in a different kind of frazzled mindset you're not going to feel like you are in control because your team's not in control yeah it's not a well-oiled machine right now i do give carlos some credit uh it did seem like russell was going to get around him eventually Mm. and he did manage to hold on to third which given the speed of the red bull was i guess kind of as, as best as he could have done yeah all right um Gold stars for Ocon started way at the back and essentially in terms of race time finished just behind his teammate Fernando, yeah. even though Fernando was uh, gifted another position at the end. But that's great from Ocon. Albon starts sixth, which is great, obviously helped by the penalties as well, but did got into Q3 on merit. And then ends up holding on for he a passed point Ricardo. At Can 10. we just remember that he, he passed... oh, there was an overtake on Daniel Ricardo. The he Williams was... overtook the McLaren like it was nothing. This was not an easy ten either because he had a big train of car. He was like leading the DRS trains. So all these cars behind him have DRS. He doesn't. Uh, but the Williams is oddly fast on the straight, so he had all these cars following and. Um, for the most part, didn't let them around or didn't let many of them around. So he was on. He was Stroll on, couldn't under do it. Considerable Lando pressure. couldn't do it. Joe yeah. couldn't do it. He he held forth through the storm. He deserved that that one point. We should do it a one point five. We should throw in a half point in there. <laughs> Tiebreaker for good measure. Yes. Uh, Seb, Everyone given a half points at Spa anyway. Seb in P eight. Very commendable. Gasly, something happened and he had to start from the pit lane. I'm not, ex- we didn't quite catch exactly what that was. Yeah, I don't. But to go from a pit lane start there. to uh, P9 is is totally decent. He kept his cool in the in the sandwich. The who was it? Vettel and. There was Vettel. There was Stroll. Vettel, there was Vettel Ocon Albon. sandwich. Oh, also, also. Um, before we get too far past Ocon, there was that awesome double pass on the Kimmel straight where he got around uh, both Gasly and Vettel in in essentially one move, which is pretty pretty cool. Okay, um, the naughty list. Yeah. Danny Rick, unfortunately, starts in the top 10. Lando started way at the back. He was like 17, 18, 19 or something. And um, still ends up behind his teammate. So that's yep. that's rough. Yep. Latifi, this isn't even for finishing last. We expect that. This is for taking out Botas on the first lap. Yeah, this, I don't even know. And also for uh, for needing an extra front wing, which could have paid for somebody's college tuition. Right. So this he's just burning cash at this point. Latifi, yeah, what, what a dumb move to make and just... They said, okay, someone came out and it was Latifi, and I just, we both burst out laughing. Like, it's just, it's a, yeah, it's of course. Um, but he definitely does, does deserve a poor mention, unfortunately. He's just, uh, he's just in the bottom, bottom of the deck. Both Haas absolutely nowhere to be found at any point in the race. Such a flashback to last year where they're just <laughs> not even in the back. They're just the only other ones lapped and Latifi. Yeah, in a, in a category of their own. Yeah. Um, and then, and not, not a great day for the for the McLarens either. <sighs> With everything going on, all the drama, you would have hoped. That... Are you sure you want to go to McLaren, uh, Oscar Piastri, and what not is... Alpine? Oh, okay, 
I can't. I honestly cannot get into that right now. Okay, no, but I, while I, we're I won't. but while we're getting into that, the contract review board that F one has mm-hmm. is meeting tomorrow to adjudicate. You know who whose contractual claim on Piastri is going to win out. So can that you imagine will be a big, that'll be a big news day. Can you imagine that McLaren would could potentially lose Piastri? And still have to pay out Ricardo's contract and have no driver for next year. Is that being a possibility? Like, can you? Like, that's 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 pretty that's pretty wild. I I worry for Zach Brown. Do not leave him in a room alone with like a hunting rifle because that's <laughs> that's like spell some disaster. All right, next week we've got Zanvoort. Uh, I think an interesting track and a race I like right along the coastline. The Fans ride bikes into the uh, track area because there's not enough Dutch. there's not enough parking, for me. and they're worried about like eroding the sand dunes or something. <laughs> A really twisty, knotty little track with um, some cool banked corners. Not easy to pass, but it looks super fun to drive. It's it's the exact opposite of Spa in a lot of ways. Or Spa is big and long and spacious. And flowing, this is like tight and twisty. Uh, you're just kind of, you know, jerking one way or the or the next. But I, th- I think it's a cool track. Should suit the Ferraris, which are better um, in the twistier stuff. Right, and you know, even Carlos is admitting as much. Um, it's going to be all all eyes on qualifying. So it's going to be a mm-hmm. big Saturday. But I don't know. I mean, Verstappen is just like taking kids lunch money today like making it look real easy totally you just don't know what it's gonna be um, next week but it's definitely gonna be you have a triple headers endurance who wants it who's feeling fighty um and then monza so yeah this is a great this is a great little run yeah i'm i'm excited for it anything else olivia follow us on instagram f1 101 podcast uh throw us a buck tell a friend like us, River Review. You know the things to do. Just, you know, just do it. Do all the things. Do all okay. the things. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye bye.